0: All right, just to start off the show, I wanted to let you know that uh, you are listening to Wire, Wentworth Internet Radio Experience, from the campus of Wentworth Institute of Technology in Boston, Massachusetts. This show does not represent Wire, the colleges of the Fenway, or Wentworth Institute of Technology in any way. If you have any questions or concerns, please email us at wire at and then they spell it out for some reason for me <laughs> in case I don't know how to say an email, uh, Thanks, Wire. All right, Tyler, what do you want to talk about today? I don't know. I feel like we came in here with a plan, and then uh, it all fell apart as soon as Mark started telling us what to do. Uh, yeah, I know. Mark's really a bad uh, bad influence. I <laughs> can't even make the joke I was going to make. What are you doing? I want Chrome. <laughs> what do you need Chrome for? There it is. Well, because I wanted to... Uh, Find those stories I want to go through the news I want yeah. something to talk about some,
1: some local news stories for you guys com You, you can just pull out,
0: you just look at it I could just look at it on my phone You're so right I liked having it here though
1: You guys gotta cut us some slack This is our first episode here
0: Well so far it's going very poorly So <laughs> it's okay Nobody's listening so it's fine Yeah stop being
1: so judgmental
0: guy Um let's see Favorites Local. Here we go. So yesterday I was looking at a list of sex offenders. Today we're not going to do that. <laughs> 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 um. Let's see. What do we got? Arrest made in hit and run that left a woman dead in North Stonington.
1: Maybe we should talk about. Um,
0: I don't have.
1: I don't have internet. Um. You don't have internet? No.
0: Turn on your Wi-Fi.
1: Still a danger. Officials warn against leaving pets and cars in September. That's pretty bad. Till so you realize that the picture they chose was a cop holding a gun to the window of a car <laughs> with a dog in it.
0: It is. It's really bad. It's a... I'll describe this to you. Let me see. I'm going to pull up the... The uh, the thumbnail for this wonderful story. Here we go. So what is it? Uh, I would say it's an overweight so not too overweight but overweight he's got a double chin uh he's a white man very red in the face looks like he's been exerting himself uh maybe not as much as you'd think maybe an anger Matt. maybe he's angry he does look a little angry uh he's got very short like buzzed down blonde hair uh he's got sunglasses that are slightly too small for his face and he is holding a gun directly at the window of a car, and this is the thumbnail for the article about pets in hot cars do you think <laughs> do you think the joke works over the air at all? I don't, I don't think, think it, it works does. over the air. I think the description is bad <sighs> anyways this guy this guy's ridiculous if you have your own free time and you can decipher, uh, like, put together the pieces of what we said. Maybe you can find the article yourself. It's at at the Westerly Sun, the town that I'm from, our newspaper. So you'll probably never find it, but it's okay. So I've now realized that I need to take screenshots or, like,
1: download these articles because they just aren't popping up on my phone. (laughs) They're just
0: not coming up. That's why I got the uh, computer out. You just got to bring your uh, laptop and download yeah. the html pages yeah anyways welcome to the big Pee company oh yeah we didn't even say the title of the show
1: i think we might have off air
0: i off air yeah we didn't say the title of the show on the show well if you didn't know the title this is big Pee company this is our first episode episode one pilot the reckoning
1: uh, they make us come up with the title before we, before we air, so I don't know how we're supposed to work with that. But that's what we have to do. I'm Tyler.
0: Keep this mic close, but yeah, um, like yeah, like real close. Like if you gotta, if you gotta keep a hand on it, so you can always have it with you. That's, right. that's what you gotta do. Um, but I've actually never yeah. owned anything nice. He's he's Tyler. I'm Matt, and we are the Big PP Company. That's right. We are. So uh,
1: now, Matt, does that mean does that mean that everybody everybody at the company has a big peepee or is it is we it actually
0: it produce big peepees
1: like uh,
0: handcrafted? Actually, uh, sorry, this is a this is a clean network. P.P. stands for powerfully positive. And really, our what? whole main goal is just to spread joy. To the youths and the people of Boston we're actually, and around the world.
1: We're putting out, we're putting out positive vibes into, the, <laughs> into Boston. We're hoping that those positive vibes are going to come back and is, uh, <laughs>
0: kill the world. This is a major vibe production company. Um, we specialize in vibes. I'm trying to find... Let me be honest. I'm from uh, a little town in the bottom of Rhode Island called Westerly and i was hoping our local newspaper stories would be really good but they're not so far no nope. uh, i haven't found a, a single good one um i need to go to the police section cuz that's where the good ones are but I, that means i have to actually go to the website of the newspaper let's see the westerly sun sponsor of the show <laughs> not really at all we're not, like,
1: yeah first episode sponsor some local newspaper from Matt's town.
0: Hmm. All right. Where is it? There's a lot of... Uh, there was a few deaths recently, so we're going to scroll past those.
1: No, well, let's talk about them. Matt. <laughs> what happened?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I mean, last night there was two teenagers who were killed in a car accident. Uh, and, along know- with the old, the elderly people that they hit.
1: Matt, uh, go, to this, go to this link, the very bottom one. You want me to... It's a real wacky article from the
0: Providence Journal. You want to type that in?
1: Uh, do what you got to do, Matt. <laughs> type, you can just type in the title in the uh, Providence Journal. Because the title is somewhere in the HTML.
0: Okay. Love, love scary stories? Here's a sample from our haunted New England newsletter. Right. Sounds like a banger. <laughs> <laughs> love scary... I thought it was pretty goofy. Stories, Providence Journal. Oh my god. Do you hear that? That's Wire trying to censor us.
1: We won't be censored.
0: That is the Wire producer.
1: Yeah, he just came in here.
0: Marcus Alcaris. I lost my cursor. It's a little quiet.
1: (laughs) This is what we do when we don't have any content, which is you know being 13 minutes in maybe isn't the best sign
0: yeah i mean honestly we we sort of prepared for this and we also definitely did it we
1: vastly (laughs) overestimated how much how much we had prepared yeah underestimated how how hard it is to talk for an hour like i don't have that much interesting
0: to (laughs) say i don't know about you Matt. i mean what happened today Tyler? what happened in your day uh oh, fuck what did happen in my day. <laughs> <laughs> so I this got is the l- problem. We don't even know what's going on in our day to day. <laughs> I got a
1: I got a I got a lab canceled. And uh I did some some chemistry in my little chemistry lab. Like nothing that interesting really.
0: Tyler, tell me about tell me more about this local town you grew up in.
1: I grew up in a town called Burville. We were in the news recently for uh being racist at a girl's uh Volleyball game, I think it was phenomenal. Great reputation. Uh, yeah, Central Falls came over, and we yeah,
0: an even better town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, you know, not so cool.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> all you got to say about <laughs> Burrowville. Pretty much what happened. <laughs> uh, someone, a
1: friend of mine once told me that Burrowville was was a town that's only good for Wright's chicken, trash hose, and truck sluts. And I think that's pretty much an app description
0: that's pg-13 right that's not uh
1: i hope that's okay
0: all right marks mark mark gave us the okay our producer we're gonna call you our producer mark that's if that's fine with you our producer says it's fine all right here we go love scary score love scary stories here's a sample from our haunted new england newsletter check out this story on the Bridgewater triangle and don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter at the bottom of the story all right, here we go.
1: There's one in there. There's one in there about, uh like. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Well, it's it's so like the far last there's one.
0: There's one about triangles.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Tell them about there's a there's a triangle apparently, <laughs> in New England where all the
0: spooky stuff happens. It's the they
1: call it the Walmart of <laughs> Bermuda triangles. I don't know what they're trying to get there.
0: Ah, uh, triangles. This is verbatim what it says. Ah, triangles, easily the most sinister of shapes, all those lines and angles, and the formulas. Who even has time for that math? So far, Aaron Dion, big props. These are...
1: <laughs> this is a really bad article. I, I can hardly
0: breathe. I am laughing so hard, which I'm sure they could say the same for us.
1: Yeah, we're not. We're not being the most entertaining yet. No, not at all. Give us a break, guy.
0: It's our first episode. Listen... We're overwhelmed with all the setup process, all these new, Get all these new controls and whatnot that we have. It's it's really hard. All we right,
1: got, we got this one.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> Why not. It's not. <laughs> it's it is twelve full seconds. Um. All right. It's surely no co- coincidence then that triangles are often a vortex of the mysterious and forbidding. The Bermuda Triangle has reportedly swallowed ships and aircraft for sh- centuries, but here in New England, not to be outdone, we have our very own Triangle of Doom, the Bridgewater Triangle.
1: I've heard of that, Matt, you know. I've never heard I of actually, it. Actually, no, um, you, you hear it in, like, every uh, every scary movie. They actually, they
0: mention it. The Um, Bridgewater (laughs) Triangle? Yeah, it's real famous. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Bridge? Is that in Connecticut? You don't know where the Bridgewater Triangle is, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) You've probably (laughs) fallen victim to it before. (laughs) No, I don't. Let's see. Bridgewater Triangle. Let's do a little research. Um... Oh, here we go. This is even better than the scary story. They have a list of all the things that have happened at the Bridgewater Triangle. In 1976, a huge black killer dog was reported in Abington within the Bridgewater Triangle by Abington firefighter Philip Kane, who said it ripped the throats out of his two ponies and terrorized the community for several weeks.
1: So that dog was around for several weeks and the only thing it managed to do was kill two ponies.
0: I mean the fact that it was able to rip out the throats of ponies. I mean I know ponies are smaller than horses, but they're still pretty beefy animals. Like you can't I don't think I'd be able to rip the throat out of a pony with just the 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 hands that God gave me. You know, the cuz the puppy the Puppy, it's not a puppy ripping out throats. (laughs) This killer dog, this this killer dog doesn't have access to like knives or scissors or anything, it's just going straight at throats.
1: Matt, you don't think you could do that?
0: I don't think I could rip the throat out of a pony. I think a pony would kick me in the balls and I would probably get trampled and die.
1: Seven out of ten times, guy, I kick the shit out of a pony. Hey. This
0: is a family-friendly program.
1: I'm really sorry, (laughs) everybody who was offended by that. Um, My remarks do not reflect that of Wire or WIT.
0: Our opinions do not reflect those of Wentworth Institute of Technology.
1: Mark's trying to censor me.
0: Or the Wire program. Oh, it's a little late. See, we have a... (laughs) Most people, most uh, radio shows have a seven-second delay between uh, live and now. Uh... Our delay is actually the future. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> we hit the button and it's a, we just have a seven second delay on when the soundboard sounds go up.
1: So we actually, um, what he's trying to say is we anticipate when we're going to swear by accident, and we push the button seven seconds ahead of that time. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> and really it, it.
1: Actually, it bleeps seven seconds after every time. I uh-huh. don't know what's going on here.
0: All right, next one. In 1993. There were a series of reports of a large, light, tan cat, the size of a Great Dane, dubbed the Mansfield Mystery Cat. But it didn't do anything. It just, they saw a cat that they thought was really big.
1: (laughs) You know, I bet that that's a fully truthful report. I I don't think that anybody lied about that.
0: It also could have just been like a mountain lion, which aren't up here. But if they just saw one and then they never saw it again. And it didn't wait, wait. do anything.
1: <laughs> it's just a mountain lion, and it's a. This triangle sounds really scary. You should keep going.
0: <laughs> the Mansfield Mystery Cat. It was a large, tan cat, the size of a Great Dane, that they, they saw, and then they never saw it again. And then it didn't do anything, it didn't cause any harm. Mark, what are you listening to? <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's probably listening to a better podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Every January, spook lights—unexplained, a- elusive balls of light. There's a spook light. Now you know the official definition.
1: Oh, you know I couldn't have come up with the name spook light on my own. I probably, I probably would have misnamed that. that would have, i would have looked like an idiot.
0: Keep it in front, Tyler. Keep it. Sorry, the, I'm doing. You got to keep your eyes on that microphone. Eye on the ball. Eye on the prize. Have been okay. So these spook lights have been seen over the railroad tracks that run beside the Raynham dog trap track and through the swamp. Swamp gas.
1: They had better ones there in there.
0: In the scary story one.
1: Yeah, yeah they had some uh, some real goofy ones.
0: Oh, here's a bigfoot one. Yeah, they
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think they see bigfoot up here
0: for two days and nights in 1970. Bridgewater and state police, with attack dogs, staged a hunt for a giant bear, even though no bears live in the area. That's just Following patently untrue. Numerous reports of sightings of a f- hairy, seven-foot-tall creature, Pittman said.
1: Did they catch it?
0: No, they didn't catch it. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> These are all nothing <laughs> stories. These are all somebody thought they saw something and then nothing happened of it, so they didn't catch it. Is <laughs> no. what you're trying to tell me? No, they didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're would be in the next one? Uh, let's see. Perhaps the most haunted school in the Triangle is one that bears its name. Uh, among spots on the Bridgewater State university campus said to be haunted. Dorm room 228 in the Shea Shea Bergen Hall or whatever. And the auditorium, which is said to receive visits from a mischievous ghost named George who plays with the stage lights and sounds. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds
1: like someone put like some very incompetent engineer up there was Flicking on the lights on and off.
0: (laughs) Convinced it was George. Let me tell you. This scary story said New England was not to be outdone by the Bermuda Triangle. But let me tell you, this is the dumbest triangle I've ever heard of.
1: Matt, if you disrespect the Bridgewater Triangle like that again. Is the... USS Cyclops disappears? Well, we got a spooky boy named George.
0: We had an actual pilot. The first female pilots try and circumnavigate the entire I don't, world. That's not where she went away, Matt. The that entire that's world. Not
1: the right, that's not the right place.
0: Disappeared <laughs> in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I know <she> did. <laughs> that's
1: not where that happened.
0: <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Where? I'm going to do a little research real quick. Where?
1: Welcome back to the Big PP Committee. This is where we do Com- research. Committee?
0: Company? You don't even know the name of our show. I don't actually. Where did Amelia Earhart go down? I mean, technically they don't really know where she went down. That's the whole mystery. Yeah, in but the like Pacific they know like Ocean. in between where and where. And it wasn't the Bermuda Triangle. They found about two and a half million results in one second. Um it it was somewhere near Hawaii, apparently. Where's the Bermuda Triangle?
1: The Bermuda Triangle is in the Atlantic.
0: Well, she went down in the Pacific, <laughs> so she was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was, She went down in one of the oceans. Amelia,
0: Amelia Earhart, Bermuda Triangle.
1: Hey, look, if I'm wrong about this, this is going to be a pretty... S- yeah. yeah, I know, but it wasn't the Bermuda Triangle she went down in. <laughs> Why are we researching this? No, we we didn't prepare. Um we tried to. Matt didn't want to read read a list of <laughs> sex offenders. I don't know why that's an issue for him, like a sticking point. Are
0: we allowed to okay, say sex on air? I wanted to read. That's good. Okay, so there was a there was a sex offender with a goofy name uh and I thought it was real fun saying his name and saying this guy's name the sex offender. And then I actually like looked into what he did. And it became way less fun very quickly i won't I won't go into the details, but what let were me the tell details you. of it Matt
1: <laughs> This
0: is gonna be a true crime
1: podcast.
0: Are we allowed to say rape, Mark?
1: yeah, Mark is rape okay?
0: Well, rape is never okay, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> guys, we just made rape okay.
0: <laughs> please don't say that we're. <laughs> We will not be kicked off by Wire, but we will be kicked off by the student body. <laughs> we might get kicked off by the, the Wentworth administration. We Guys, we just want to remind you that uh, our opinions do not represent those of Wentworth Institute of Technology or the radio program here at Wire. And that is all. Thank you, thank you, Wire. For my sponsoring opinion.
1: The my opinion actually doesn't even. It doesn't even reflect my own. Uh, any opinions announced here? Are, uh, yeah,
0: generally, honestly, half the time. They're usually Matt's opinions <laughs> when I say them. Half, half of the opinions I say are not my actual opinions. Henry's Tree Farm. Oh, you know what we should talk about? Here's something I can get real passionate about. What do y'all know about Herb Chambers? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Matt, I don't know very much about Herb Chambers. I know he's got it though.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you about Herb <laughs> Chambers. I don't know if any of you have heard of this Herb Chambers. Uh, if you're listening locally, you likely have. Uh, if you are listening abroad, which you Matt, you think they likely actually, are,
1: <laughs> we have one listening abroad. I think.
0: Do we? We do. Oh yeah, your Mexican girlfriend. Yeah. Who's actually not Mexican? She's very white, but she's in Mexico right now.
1: That makes her pretty much Mexican. Being really white.
0: (laughs) All right. What do you have
1: to say about Herb Chambers, (laughs) Matt?
0: So, Herb Chambers is a local dealership. Like a local chain of dealerships, a franchise of dealerships. Would you say that's an accurate statement? Yeah,
1: they would have a like a lot of locations. It's like a one of those dealerships all over fifteen places. Yeah,
0: all over the New England area. They're in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Um, not a ton of Rhode Island doesn't matter. But uh, the guy that runs the guy that runs Herb Chambers named Herb Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? You should probably a, look it up. Is a fascinating man. No, I have his Wikipedia page up here right now, so I can get all the most accurate and up to date. Herb Chambers was, was such a cool guy,
1: Matt. Go more, go into some more detail about this guy,
0: Herb, fricking Chambers. Let me tell you, this guy. I just thought so. I was dr- Let me tell you this story. I was <laughs> I was driving down the highway. I'm in the passenger seat. My friend is in the driver's seat. We're going to play mini golf. This was a few months ago. Right. So just so you like, I wasn't like 10. We weren't going to play mini golf. Like we were, it was just me. You and, were,
1: you and your friends, you and your grown friends are going to go have a grown man game of mini golf. Yes. Alone.
0: Monster mini golf. There's black lights. It's all neon looking. It's okay. monster themed. It's yeah, a I little, mean, I
1: wouldn't want you to go to a different one.
0: It's kind of spooky, but not really like it's spooky themed, you know?
1: Well, you got to spend time with the boys when you can.
0: Yes. Anyways, we're driving a Monster Mini Golf on the highway. I'm bored because I'm in the passenger seat. I'm not driving, obviously. So uh, uh, the guy in front of us had one of the license plate covers from the dealership. And obviously the dealership was Herb Chambers. This is really interesting. Can you get to the fun part? <laughs> and I said, Herb Chambers. What a goofy name. Let me read about this Herb Chambers man. I want to know more about him, and I was making fun of his name, and then I looked him up, and he is worth one and a half billion dollars.
1: That's like
0: with you, a B. We
1: know you're all from New England, but if if some of you wasn't or weren't, <laughs> uh, this is just some guy on
0: billboards. This is crazy. The, so let me tell you, if you ever read on the back of a car, Herb Chambers, you, you never hear this guy, hear about this guy in any other context. He's not like doing things. He's not out and about. He's not famous. This isn't Elon Musk. Does He just has a car dealership. He's worth one and a half billion dollars. All right. This is not the most fun part. I just want to give you a little background. This man... At the age of 13, his mother started charging him rent at the age of 13, okay? This yeah, that's,
1: is, that's really actually late in life. I can't... You can't relate? No, like, I don't... He, you I, think he's really spoiled. It was a lot of leeway, but you can keep going.
0: You they keep have going. It, yeah, he had it kind of easy. Um, so, at the age of 13, he started working at Stop and Shop.
1: Uh, not sponsored by Stop and Shop. Other grocery stores are available.
0: We are actually sponsored by Stop and Shop. Um, oh, did I just blow it? <laughs> use code Big BIGPPY at checkout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the it, Stop it, and Shop... Instead of
1: a, a phone number, call an employee over <laughs> and tell them that you have a Big PP and they'll understand. They'll yeah, understand actually,
0: sexually harass any one of the cashiers and they will give you a discount. <laughs>
1: Matt's views do not (laughs) reflect the views of Wired View.
0: All right. Uh, Back to Herb. (laughs) 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 So, this guy was killing it at Stop and Shop. He has just got a great work ethic. He got a bunch of promotions, a bunch of raises. Uh, But his schoolwork at the English High School of Boston suffered. Therefore, he dropped out of high school in his senior year and is currently worth one and a half billion dollars.
1: Basically, drop out of high school. You're probably in college. Drop out of college.
0: No, actually, if you're in college, it's too late for you. You won't be worth anything. Yeah, I would say... Here's a message to all college students who are listening. You are worthless and you will never amount to anything.
1: Uh, Matt's views do reflect (laughs) that of uh, uh, Wentworth and Wire. (laughs) Um, endorsed by Mark Alkrees <laughs>
0: specifically. <Hey>. <laughs> 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 Mark, I can pop open a mic for you. You want me to? You want to hop on mic two? <laughs> We've been censored, so it's all right. <laughs> all right, here we go. Mark Alkrees, Alcri- Mark guest star of Big Pee Pee Company. First, first guest ever. Mark, how's your day going? Uh, it's Mark, you're a horrible guest. I'm muting Mark. All right. Bye, Mark. All
1: right. We got Mark off.
0: Thank God. He was really bringing the show down. (laughs) Yeah. I mean.
1: That was a disaster.
0: Why did we we even get him in here? I don't know.
1: Like, I don't don't understand.
0: (laughs) He's... Okay. Back to Herb. Herb was out of school. Uh, So he dropped out. He joined the Navy as an electrician. An aviation electrician, not just any kind. Wait,
1: Matt, slow down! I'm taking notes about how I can become successful like Herb Chambers.
0: So he came back home, and started uh, working at a bar that his mom owned, right in the south end of Boston.
1: Well, his mom's a, a pretty cool lady. She she gave him that extra five years on rent.
0: Yeah, so she charged him rent at the age of thirteen. She's she owns a bar. She employs him. After two months, count them, two. One, two. I've, That's a lot of months. I've, lo- I've worked at all of my jobs longer than two months. Well, at least, Matt, well, I know, haven't made it to this current job two months so far, but I, I doubt I'll be fired after two months. You don't need to brag about it, Matt. Guys, I'm the best employee <laughs> that, that an employer could ever ask for. If you're looking to hire somebody, you can hire me. But. That's enough, Matthew. (laughs) To remain consistent with the claim I just made, you're going to have to wait until I make it two months at the current job I'm at before you hire me. All right. Herb Chambers wouldn't have waited. Herb Chambers worked at his mother's bar for two months and she fired him because of scheduling problems. This, <laughs> this is only this is only proof that we should beat our children.
1: I'm saying if if Herb Chambers turned out like this, it was probably because of of the parenting style of his mother. Yes. Um, from the sample size that you've given me, like hundred percent of people, definitive, a hundred percent of people who are, are fired by their mothers will be successful. We don't have any of the statistics. We don't have any of the statistics on about people being fired by their fathers. Do you think that's the same thing? So the official
0: position of Wentworth Institute of Technology is that you should beat your children relentlessly.
1: Beat your children. Sexually harass people at Stop and Shop.
0: And drop out of college. Drop out of college. college. Thank you, Mark, the producer. (laughs) (laughs) So after he was fired, after his own mother fired him from the bar because he couldn't get his schedule straight, I guess. I mean, b- but we're giving the mom a lot
1: of a lot of flack, right? But what if his scheduling really was just, just real wacky. A real pain? What if he was like, I can only work from 1 yeah, to 2, sorry and then mom, from 4 c- to 8.
0: Sorry mom, I can only work mornings at the bar. <laughs>
1: yeah, I got uh, classes to go to.
0: That's why you should drop out of college. Alright, so after the bar, he started working as a copy machine repairman. So this is a let me just summarize for you. High school dropout, former copy machine repairman, worth one and a half billion.
1: How did he earn, how did he earn that money, Matt? Is there anything uh
0: let me continue, let me just get there. Alright, so I'm um, in my jumping the gun. He's yes. So he's working at a, as a copy machine repairman. He starts working his way up the ranks. Now, he has become so talented at repairing copy machines that he begins his own copy machine distribution company called A Copy America, a longstanding brand here in the U.S. I know everybody's familiar with them. Um, He's the guy that started it.
1: You know, I actually got my last copy machine from a Copy America. It
0: takes up the whole room.
1: No, I put it. <laughs> I put it uh, over the fridge, so <laughs> it doesn't take up that much space.
0: You put it over the fridge. Yeah, like <laughs> embedded into the ceiling. It puts it no. through the floor. <laughs> well, people I, upstairs actually don't mind it because they get to use the copy machine too. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> um,
1: it was actually a joint effort.
0: Uh, thank you, Wentworth, for the. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, guys, uh, for those of you not in on it, me and Tyler do live together. We are roommates. Uh, Matt's views don't reflect really like the views.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually we live together. Sometimes. Sometimes we don't.
0: Yeah, when we're not in Boston. <laughs> All right, so he was making 75 bucks a week, and he used that money to... Start his own copy machine distribution company, which became the world's largest Minolta and Canon dealers. Minolta, now not even a company anymore, or if they are, they're not recognizable. They don't make no more printers.
1: But the largest Canon that's that's in the whole world. Impressive,
0: yeah. Uh, 1400 employees, 36 offices, and he sold his copy machine company in 1983 for $80 million. Here's where it gets good. This is this is the pivotal moment in Herb's life. This is where it all gets going. Picture this.
1: So we're saying little baby
0: Herb's big break. Precisely. Picture this. Your Herb. All right. The Herb. Okay. The only Herb on the block. The biggest pee-pee in the company. The biggest PB in the company. You are looking to buy a new car. So you pop over to the local Oldsmobile Cadillac dealership in New London, Connecticut in 1985. You're bright eyed, bushy tailed, ready for a, a, f- a wonderful car buying experience. Right? Well, it wasn't that. Herb Chambers had a horrible, poor, very poor car buying experience at this dealership. And this is the whole reason he, he, so long story short, he bought that dealership. This would be like leaving, this would be like going to Walmart. One of the cashiers was an asshole to you. You leave a one star on Yelp, and then buy Walmart.
1: <laughs> I you haven't done that yet. It's a it's a real turning point in every man's life. When every man's has life. That.
0: Every man's life has one Walmart. The starting <laughs> this the the starter the start of every man's life begins with when he has a bad time in a business, so he buys it. So he buys this dealership because they, they sucked. I guess like they just, they were bad. And he was like, "Me, Herb Chambers, me, me. I can do it." Hi, I'd like one car, please. And they said, "Yeah, sure. I bet you would, you little loser, baby." (laughs) Matt, you got real close there. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, so we bought it, Uh, and he improved the operations of this first car dealership and started the Herb Chambers Companies. And now he's worth one and a half billion dollars. And that's the story of Herb Chambers. <laughs> no, there's more. Okay, So this guy's so freaking rich. God, I am so bored by Herb People, Chambers. Yeah, everybody's super bored by Herb I Chambers. I don't care. Can we talk about something else? Let me get into this one last thing. Oh, this man is so rich. He rides his helicopter to work every day. And on the weekdays, he lives at a hotel. The fanciest four seasons he can get in, in Boston. Why doesn't he just buy an apartment? Because then he'd have to hire somebody else to like do all of his cleaning and stuff. Whereas he can just have housekeeping do it. And he doesn't have to find new people. He also doesn't live anywhere for the week, though. <laughs> he lives at the hotel. And then he goes back to Old Lyme, Connecticut. All I'm saying is, I wouldn't want to be modern Herb Chambers. I want more than anything to be Herb Chambers. Herb Chambers, this is a message to you, dear Herb Chambers. I'm this going is an to open find moment. you. I am going to steal your skin, and I'm going to wear it as my own.
1: <laughs> Here's something. And we gonna fly
0: around in your helicopter, and there's nothing you can do to stop me.
1: I once had a discussion. With a friend of mine? Yes. I said, if you could possess somebody, that it it would be pretty rude to do so. He told me that it would actually be uh, a compliment. What do you think about that, Matthew? Do you think it's rude, or do you think it's uh,
0: a flattering compliment, and you'd rather... This really sounds like uh, saying, like, rape is a compliment. (laughs) It, that you I would, would say forcibly control what somebody else is doing.
1: Well, Matt, is rape a compliment?
0: No, no, it's <laughs> not. Nope. <laughs> the official position of I I think this actually I would say yeah. this actually is the official position of Wentworth that rape is not a compliment. We should probably stop making jokes about rape on our first this episode. This is a joke about rape. This is a this is a serious. This is rape is not a compliment. And don't let anybody tell you that it is because they're lying. You should probably be offended.
1: <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> no, nah, I can't.
0: Mark, could you? I don't know if you can hear, you hear that, but Mark's quiet. squeaking. He's a making that noise. If you guys expo marker on the the whiteboard behind us, it is unbelievable.
1: All right, Matt. We got about
0: fourteen minutes left of this podcast. Well, where do you we s-
1: where do you see this podcast
0: going? To be honest with you. I see it probably going nowhere.
1: No, I mean like uh, creatively. Not not like... <laughs> like in any successful <laughs> way? Not, not like successfully. Um, it's going to be like this every time? Is this what they should expect? I
0: certainly hope it's not like this every time. Guys, we'll prepare next time. We're going to have real stuff going on. We might have guests. We might not. We probably will. <laughs> We're going to bring people on our show. It's going to be a <laughs> hoot and a holler.
1: <laughs> we just got to be a little bit more charismatic and then that that business plan could totally work. Yes.
0: Uh, for those without video, which is all of you because we're not recording any video right now. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Mark, our uh, pseudo producer, wrote on the whiteboard behind us, Big pee pee, and then a checklist, I guess, of things for, for us to somebody do. Somebody with a big pee pee to accomplish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what
0: Throwaway all? script, Herb Chambers.
1: <laughs> it's not as funny. Um, no, it's spoken. not funny at all. It was funny when, when Mark down, wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Down.
0: Guys, you're <laughs> missing out on all the jokes here. Honestly,
1: uh, we should just. Uh, run sketch
0: comedy instead. We're gonna do live viewings of big pee company. Um I'm sure Wentworth would love it if people would just pile up outside the windows at Wire here, uh, and just I mean, press your faces up against the glass. Really get a good smudge on it. Um I want lots and lots of people. I want a fire hazard down here. I want tramplings I want lots of commotion. I want chaos. I want the fire marshal. Guys, what to we're called. trying to
1: say is we, we bought a clown and we have nothing to do with him. <laughs> he's like, he's not happy with us right now.
0: Massive compliment from our uh, from our producer here. He Realizing we're struggling, shows me a message typed out on his laptop that says, Hey, just so you guys know, <laughs> you can end it's early. okay to end early. We know that's not the way we do it here. Thanks, at Mark. Yeah, no, the big PP company. We're not quitters like you, Mark.
1: We're gonna stay here the whole time, and every single person is gonna suffer for it. I want people
0: to tune out. They're gonna leave. They're I not want gonna people suffer to tune out. They have. There's no way anybody's gotten this no. far. My girlfriend's not listening. My mom's not listening. Anybody who was listening has already tuned out. Matt, I'm not even listening to you. I figured. <laughs> That's kind of what it was seeming like.
1: Remember when I asked you that question about uh, wh- what you want this to go creatively? I didn't hear what you said. I have no idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't remember what I said either, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm,
1: thinking, I'm thinking we're going to take, take a topic more interesting than Herb Chambers. We're going to dissect it for a bit, of the, a bit of the show. Maybe a little bit more of the show is going to be uh, better than this portion. I don't know. I don't really have anything planned for that.
0: There was a guy in New London who got uh, found with some crack cocaine.
1: That's not... (laughs) Matt, why would I care about
0: some guy in New London? (laughs) Oh, here's a good one. Let me tell you. We got a good Westerly Sun news story here. So, for those of you that don't know, (laughs) in my little old town of Westerly, Rhode Island, there lives...
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> a blonde haired media powerhouse, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift owns a house in my town. Uh, it's like $17.5 million. And uh, yeah, so that's the baseline. That's the background you need to know. Oh, that guy's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Go forward with the story. So there was a guy that broke into our house and, like, Let's see. They found an, They found a pair of his, his orange shoes in the doorway. And when the police asked him why he took his shoes off and left them at the doorway, he said, I was always taught that when you go into someone's home, you have to take your shoes off. It's the polite thing to do. Uh, <laughs> they
1: clearly didn't teach him you know that it's impolite to rob rob people and or break into their house.
0: Now, this guy is going on the uh the famous people property world tour and he was that was in Westerly, Rhode Island. Now, he was arrested a second time in close proximity. So, he was we- arrested in uh August 30th, August 30th uh in Westerly. And then how many days later is that? September, September third and September eighth, he then broke on to Donald, uh, an, a golf course owned by Donald Trump, and did donuts on the green, causing twenty thousand dollars in damage. So Matt, what do you think about that Trump guy? <laughs> I think the official position of Wentworth and Wire is that. Trump is the best president that we've had to date. I would say Trump is a president. <laughs> and that's, that's my take on it. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks for that hot take. Mark Thompson is the best president. Shut up, Mark.
1: The official. Look, we weren't going to have guest p- stars on.
0: So the official position of Wentworth Institute of Technology and Wire Radio is that Mark Alcaris is the worst producer... They have uh, on staff. He's not really on staff. He's a member of the club. Anybody can join. Come join Wire, guys. I want people
1: who aren't part you're of Wentworth paid. to come here and join Wire.
0: But You're not paid. Yeah, but you're actually producing. Jake hasn't done anything for us. This is this is going to give you a mic. Which mic is that? Tell me which mic to turn on, Mark.
1: Welcome back. To our it? first guest, Mark Alcriz. He has something to say to us.
0: A little background on Mark Alcaraz: He was previously removed from the show Big Pee Pee Company for being a poor guest. Let's see what he does on this show.
1: Yeah, we're gonna see his performance last last time on the show wasn't that stellar. I don't know if he can recover from that in this uh, upcoming season. Let's see what he has to say
0: to you, Mark. Good evening, everyone.
1: You, Mark, it's your turn to talk. You can you can start speaking now. Yeah, I'm speaking.
0: Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Mark, you're off the show. You're <laughs> muted. You're off the show. Mark. I knew it was a mistake. I, you fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. To be honest with you, it's shame on me.
1: Matt, no, there's two of us, which means he can fool you once and it's shame on him. And then he can fool me once and it's also still shame on him. So we're still in the clear on this one. Won't get fooled again. Won't get fooled again. No. I'm thinking we're going to have a guest section. We won't have him on for the whole podcast every time, but we can we can get a guest in. Yeah. For a little bit of it.
0: Uh I think next week we have um Kevin Hart's coming in. <laughs> Kevin,
1: yeah, we got Kevin Hart. Uh we're going to ask him exclusively, uh, uh, exclusively about his performance uh in the
0: car crash he just had.
1: Yeah, in the car <laughs> crash. We're going to see um uh why he bombed so badly at that car gig. I don't <laughs> he did really
0: poorly. Uh, I mean, he's promoting Jumanji right now, so I'm sure he did we have a really wide-reaching audience. Um, this would be a great what show for him to come on. Wait.
1: I'm talking quietly so that the uh, the people on air don't hear, but um, did he do... Uh, was he Donkey in Trek?
0: Jesus Christ, you are... That's...
1: that's <laughs> Eddie Murphy? Uh, Eddie Murphy, yeah. Oh, fuck. It's really bad.
0: Not my name.
1: <laughs> that's why... I Okay, we can we can start talking. I uh, yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Jesus Christ, Tyler! Anyway, uh, it's just a, it's
1: a good thing the people at home couldn't hear that though.
0: Thank God, yeah, because that would have been really embarrassing, Tyler. Yeah.
1: Can you stop? All right, this has been uh this has been the big PP this has been the big PP company podcast. I've been Tyler,
0: uh, and I've been Matt And Matthew as always, Jones.
1: And, and as always, uh, we're gonna say.
0: Keep them pee big and. Uh, I'm afraid of
1: wearing pants.